What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Under One Love podcast. We're talking about a budget. Last time we visited the budget topic, we talked about the importance of it. Today, we're going to talk about how to do it. Now, I know, I know, budgets can be like intimidating or boring because there's like numbers and stuff and you have to like do math. No, but in reality, there's not a whole lot to it. So let's walk through this process. I want you to sit down and focus on this thing before every single month starts. And if you are married, if you have a spouse, I want you to sit down and do this with your spouse. Schedule some time specifically for this where you can focus. There's only one exception to starting your budget before the month begins. And that exception is when you're first starting out. If the month has already began and you're about to attempt your first budget, do it right away. Don't wait for the following month to start approaching before you do your budget. Sit down and do it right away. The sooner you do this, the sooner you take control of your money, and the sooner you start to make an impact on your financial life. So again, there's a few different ways you can do this, as you may have heard me say before. For example, you can write this down on a piece of paper, you can use an Excel spreadsheet on your computer, or there's a few different apps you can try out on your mobile device. For the sake of this explanation, I'm going to use the pen and paper method. The first thing you're going to write down is your income. If you have a regular income, you're going to write down the exact number that you get every month. If you have an irregular income, you're going to take your closest estimate and write that number down. Next, you're going to start to list your expenses based on their level of importance. On each line of the piece of paper, write down the name of the expense and the amount that you spend on it. To give you an idea of what's most important versus what's less important, what's most important is things like your housing, your food, and your transportation. What's less important are things like going out to the movies, cable, and shopping. Like I said, you want to give yourself plenty of time to figure out your budget and make sure that you're covering every single expense, whether it's a monthly expense or a yearly expense, write it down and make sure it's accounted for. So how do you cover those yearly expenses? I'll give you an example. Car registration would be something that in most states is a yearly expense. And so what you don't want is for the month when your car registration is due to come along, you get the letter in the mail, and now you have to scramble for an extra, let's say, $100 to register your car. To avoid that from happening, you can use the envelope system. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna write down car registration on your monthly budget every single month, and you're going to divide the amount of your car registration by 12 months. So if your car registration is $120 every month, for that line, you're going to write down $12. Now what you do with that $12 is where the envelope comes in. You're going to take your envelope and label it car registration. You're going to put that $12 in the envelope every month, and then guess what? When it comes time for you to register your car and you get that letter in the mail, you're going to go to your envelope and you've got the $120 ready to go. 
you don't have to scramble and come up with that money right then and there to make sure that you can register your car because you've planned ahead of time to cover that expense. You can also use envelopes for regular budget items like food, for example. Let's say that you spend $500 a month on food, or that's what you allow yourself to spend on your budget. At the beginning of the month, you can take $500 and put it in an envelope titled food. Then, every time you go to the grocery store, take out a certain amount that you're guesstimating that you might spend and spend that money on your groceries. Once there's no more money in the envelope, you don't spend any more money on that category. This is going to keep you on track with what you allow yourself to spend. If you've got yourself to a point to where you have money saved for emergencies and you also have no debt, another thing you can use envelopes for is things that you want. So you can practice some delayed gratification and let's say that you want a new TV. You can time out the amount of time that you want to get the TV by and you can start to put money into an envelope over the course of the next few months until you have the right amount to buy the TV that you want. This way you're saving for particular items that you want rather than just impulsing them. What we personally do in my household is we use envelopes for those expenses that aren't monthly as well as the things that we want. And as far as the things that are monthly, what we do to stay on track is we keep a record of every single penny that we spend. So if we go to the store to buy some food, we'll keep the receipt, we'll bring it home, and we'll deduct the amount that we spent from the amount that we've allowed ourselves to spend on our budget. That way we're keeping a running total. And the next time we go to the store, we know how much is left in that category. Generally speaking, it's going to take a few months for you to get your budget operating smoothly because you may miss a few things, but as long as you keep going, you're going to get better. To help you out, a few items that people miss are giving, car maintenance, and pet care. Again, just take plenty of time. I know this can be difficult, especially if you're married, it can be even more difficult, but the beauty of having a budget is that 9 times out of 10, you're going to find extra money in your income versus your expenses. The key is to make sure that every bit of money coming in is going somewhere that you've planned for it to go ahead of time. Any money that you make that doesn't have a purpose is going to be loosely spent and it's going to slip right through your fingers. And none of us like to just throw away money. If you've completed your budget and there's no extra money from your income, or if there's more outgo than income, then go back and double check and make sure that you've really separated your needs from your wants. If you've got money going towards things that are just wants, then you're going to have to trim away those things. If that's not your case and you're still having that issue, then likely the problem is your income and you're going to have to find ways to get your income up whether that's taking another job or selling things or finding a niche, whatever it is, you may have to do that and get your income higher. If on the other hand, like most people, you've completed your budget and you found out that there is extra money from your income, then it's equally important for you to be just as diligent with that money as the rest of your money on your budget. So what you want to do first is you want to save enough money to cover any kind of basic emergency, right around $1,000. Next, what you're going to do is you're going to pay off all of your debt. 
paying your debts off from smallest to largest. Once you've covered that base, you can start to save that extra money for your actual emergency fund, which is going to total anywhere from four to eight months of your expenses. If you spend around $4,000 a month, you want to have from $16,000 to $32,000. After that, the money's going to be spread out among investing for your future, investing for your kids to go to college, and paying off the house early. Following these steps is going to help you be a cheerful giver and leave a lasting legacy. I don't care if you're a high income earner or a low income earner, the bottom line is you need a plan. You cannot out earn bad financial decisions. So you have to have a budget and you have to tell your money what to do or else it's constantly going to slip through your fingers. Be honest with yourself and ask yourself this question. How well am I managing my money? You've got to be a good steward. As I wrap up, here's something very important to remember and to think about. God is the owner and you are the manager. You have to manage the blessings that he's giving you. With that said, also bear this in mind. Luke Chapter 16, verse 10 says, One who is faithful in very little is also faithful in much, and one who is dishonest in very little is also dishonest in very much. I want to encourage you to take control. It's your responsibility to do a good job with the blessings that you're being given, whether that's a little bit or a lot. As always, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again before you know it. Have a great day.